Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. What's up? This is your boy Lil Duval. And check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. You know, I've realized that there are three people in this world. There are those that had Derrick Henry on their roster but didn't play him because your season was over. There are those that just didn't have Derrick Henry at all and maybe they're fighting for a playoff berth today and... Maybe they're, I don't know, wrapping up the regular season. Heck, maybe they're in the playoffs. There's also the people who didn't have Derrick Henry and just had a bad year. That's that's what happened. But there is not a person who had Derrick Henry on their team that made the playoffs. There is no way that that can happen. Absolutely, positively, no way. Because if you were in the playoffs, you had no business playing Derrick Henry on Thursday night. Welcome in. It is week 14 of the National Football League season. It is Fox Football Fantasy. I've also realized this, that there are three types of people in fantasy football. There are those who are wrapping up their regular season today, as I mentioned. There are those that maybe have a bye in the first round of their playoffs, or those who are fighting for their lives as the postseason has begun. This guy next to me has been dealing with one group of people throughout the entire 13 weeks of the NFL season. That group of people is spelled this, W-I-N-N-E-R-S, winners. He's provided it then, he's providing them now, he's the one, he's the only, he's Mike Harmon. Dan Byer, fired up to be back with you. We had the Heisman Trophy ceremony, so college football, we begin the long, arduous journey of ranking bowl games. I saw an article ranking on collegefootballnews.com all 38 bowl games. You know what? You and I are going to go through them all painstakingly, but not today. No, not today. Maybe that's a podcast. Maybe that's just you and I shouting in megaphones on the street corners. No, today we talk people down off the ledges who may have faced Derrick Henry in their fantasy games. You know, it made no sense. Should have been a flex play at best. 
I think I ranked him 35th amongst running backs, just figuring Jacksonville would have a little bit of a letdown after shutting down Andrew Luck. I didn't think they'd quit. I didn't think they'd quit altogether, as we saw on Thursday night, getting all chesty on one goal line stand, adding around and watching the action for three quarters. But now we get every people off, everybody off the ledge and try to recover from last week because there were a bunch of huge stars that gave you duds. Well, may, maybe, just maybe there was someone out there that had Derrick Henry in the starting lineup because they had Kareem Hunt on their team. Yeah. They missed out on adding Spencer Ware. They were out of options entering this week and were like, I don't know about Ware against the Ravens. I don't know how it's going to match up. I, but it's Derrick Henry against the Jaguars coming off of a shutout of the Indianapolis Colts. I'll just roll with Henry. Maybe there was maybe there was one person. I can tell you this. I've got a buddy in my league that it's week 14. It's the end of our regular season. Needs a win. Needs a win to get into the playoffs. Not only does he have Derrick Henry benched, he also has Odell Beckham Jr. Where, if there was an opportunity, if you knew that, OBJ was not going to play today, which he is not going to against the Redskins. Maybe you would have had an opportunity to say, all right, I'll just have to put in Derrick Henry. He got the wrong end of the sword that gives you the double cut. That's what he got. So there may be people out there that are dealing with those situations. But Thursday night football, not kind to many out there who had Derrick Henry because, honestly, Mike, you're not going to – didn't think it was a matchup. There were there were stories. And I know you guys on Thursday night and into Friday morning were probably dealing with it. I would imagine there were very few people tweeting and saying, "Hey, I'm in the playoffs and look, I played him." Because no, it just doesn't seem hand, like it's realistic. No, there were a handful, maybe people wishing, wanting, hoping to find lightning in the bottle off a, a double digit touch count because that was the only thing you could stand on. Right? Is we're we're going down to the the wire here with the number of. Running back injuries, you mentioned the Kareem Hunt suspension. Melvin Gordon out there, maybe you didn't get Justin Jackson. Maybe all of these things kind of play together. You don't trust some of those older running backs that are in splits, right? Yeah. Or maybe maybe you'd ah. banked on a Kenyon yeah, Drake like, oh, yeah. who Frank, suddenly is still Frank there. Gore or Derrick Henry this right. week? I don't so, know. You're 2-11. So so. It doesn't matter. <laughs> that was the other thing. We started getting people to I started him. I was like, yeah, he's been sitting in your lineup the whole – look at that lineup you put forth. That lineup sucks, but thanks for listening. <laughs> oh, so, my goodness. There you go. Uh, that's how Week 14 started. We hope for more fireworks. There's a really good slate of games today. It may not seem like that on the surface, but when you've got Rams-Bears in a primetime affair, Vikings-Seahawks battling for the wild card on Monday night, and then you've got the NFC East showdown in Arlington, Eagles and Cowboys, where the NFC East, for all intents and purposes, in my mind, could be wrapped up today by the Dallas Cowboys. I just don't see Washington and their quarterback situation. Big game for Dallas if they get a win. I think that division is over. Not banking on a big performance from Mark Sanchez, are you? No. no. Uh, I did like at that he had to the, address the uh, butt fumble the other day. The, at least over the next three weeks. I'm just may, Maybe there's a flash today against those Giants without Odell Beckham Jr., but just in the long term, I just don't see it working out for Washington. Right. Did the Giants have another one of those Super Bowl moments, right, last week? The Bears potentially in a look-ahead game because that defense looked disinterested for a good chunk, just playing as if they were studying the Rams and not the Giants for much of the much of that uh, game, and then certainly laying down in the overtime period to give the Giants the victory. For the Eagles, they finally integrated Golden Tate into the offense this past week and getting Darren Sproles back I think is a big deal. Adams had a big game. He was questionable last week and then still puts up a big workload for them. So 
Eagles, I, I I don't think they're they're dead just yet. Cowboys, interesting coming off of that New Orleans game, long layover, so you don't normally see uh, the letdown that far after, right? It's usually that game in the six seven days after, not ten. He's Mike Harmon. I'm Dan Bayer. This is Fox Football Fantasy. Coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit Geico.com for a free rate quote. Get Mike on Twitter at Swollen Dome. I'm at Dan Bayer on Fox. We'll answer your questions on Twitter, but there's just one caveat. There's one requirement. you got to follow us. Simple as that. I know it may seem like too much to ask, but that's the deal here. We've been playing it that way for 13 weeks. We're not going to stop now. I have already been getting questions because as i mentioned guys are at the end of their regular season needing a win today or playoffs are starting for many around the league all right let's get to it guys you got to get in your lineup you must play you must have you got to go with they are your hot plays for week 14 locked and loaded let's get it started baker mayfield a miserable start to last week's game let's get him back wow Walking on sunshine. There's no sunshine here, Sam. You're optimistic. <laughs> we don't know that the sun's going to rise hey, here in Los Angeles. There, there's a seven and six team that needs that win. They want to be be on the bright side. That, look, that's for sure. Look at you. Always look on the bright side of life. Let's get a little Eric Idle in while we're at it. Multiple touchdowns allowed. Ten of their last eleven games. The Carolina Panthers. And you're looking at top thirteen performances. Five of the last six. Mayfield even last week finished with 397 yards. You had. Callaway should have uh, been walking into the end zone. Instead, he gets it stripped. So you got all sorts of opportunities here for Mayfield against this Carolina defense. I like the look there. Uh, a couple of quarterbacks that we've kind of been out on the last few weeks. Let's get them back in the plus column. Aaron Rodgers going up against Atlanta. You say, why do I have to talk about Aaron Rodgers? Well, we've talked about him so negatively the last couple of weeks on this show, putting him in the cold source, and then certainly the the ouster of Mike McCarthy puts him in a bad light, but against Atlanta, second worst against quarterbacks on the course of the year, only 31 hits. They're 31st in hits, I should say, on the year. 28th in sacks, which means Rodgers, clean jersey club, back-to-back one-touchdown games against Minnesota and Arizona, plus column for him against Atlanta and that bad pass defense. Aaron Jones as well, because, well, you shift things up. I don't think we're going to see a lot of Jamal Williams. They go back to basics. Uh, Mike McCarthy's man crush on Jamal Williams goes to the wayside. One of my favorite things this week is people expecting the Packers to just be this juggernaut again because they hated their boss so much. <laughs> like it, it, like when, sure. when, the, when the boss that you hate ends up leaving or you leave that job, there is this lifting of your shoulders that it just you feel free. You feel like you're walking on sunshine. That's the message I get from a lot of people expecting the Packers today just to just be so happy that Mike McCarthy is gone. I say be careful what you wish for. Oh, yeah, but, they're, they're so not hey. good. They're no, still not yeah. a good team by any stretch. But this is one where you potentially at least have some points. It's going to be cold, going to be miserable, but looking for the, the plus side that we can get Rodgers back into that 250-2, and 250-3 territory. How about Tom Brady, also a guy that we've kind of kicked to the curb frequently. Only four QB1 finishes on the year, but everybody finally healthy for that offense. The run game will be featured prominently. Sony Michelle will have himself a big-time run. But you're looking at Miami in the last four games. Third most fantasy points per game allowed to quarterbacks over 23 a game. Cortland Sutton against the San Francisco 49ers. No more Emmanuel Sanders there for you. 
485 and a touchdown against Cincinnati. Three or more receptions, three of his last four. Get him on, get him over, get him in for daily purposes. Maybe you look for Case Keenum as a bit of a price shot for you there. Amari Cooper going against Philadelphia. The six most fantasy points per game allowed to wide receivers still struggling in the secondary. We look for him to continue his run of dominance here. How about Jeff Wilson? Who? Yeah, he's the guy running the ball for the San Francisco 49ers. Jeff Wilson Jr. Wilson! (laughs) You know, Matt Breda, he's finally going to sit down, Dan. For weeks upon weeks, he was the running back version of Rob Gronkowski with a flaming red injury symbol next to his name, and then he'd play total over 100 yards and flip you off while doing it. Uh, Won't do it this week. He's out with the ankle. So Wilson, 134 total yards last week against the Seahawks, also proficient in the passing game, catching eight balls. We get him in. Traquan Smith back. Yeah, he biffed his lone target against Dallas. Should have been a touchdown. Instead, the rest is history. Look at him. Five or more targets the five weeks prior. Vance McDonald against Oakland. Quiet yardage-wise. Fewer than 30 and 40 of his last five games. He's got a touchdown in there, though. But you look at the Raiders giving up 11 fantasy points per game to opposing tight ends. David Johnson against Detroit. 10th most fantasy points per game allowed. And looking at the touch count rising. And then Justin Jackson. Why? Because I need my obligatory Northwestern love. Going up against the woeful Cincinnati Bengals. Just playing out the string. Nine touches, 82 yards, and a score last week. And you look at the Bengals. Worst Team against fantasy running backs, almost 28 fantasy points per game. 15-point line in this one as well, Dan. Should be running downhill because he's a much better back than Austin Eckler you between the tackles. You almost could have stopped at worst team. Like you know, that, That's how bad it's been for Cincinnati uh, sorry, I over just the took last the couple bat, weeks. I took the bat and I hit him. <laughs> I hit that pinata another six or seven times. Things have not been good. Things aren't going to be good for these guys. These are the guys you want to stay away from, you don't want to touch, you don't want to see. They are your... Cold sores. For week 14 in the NFL. How about this? Matthew Stafford on the road at Arizona. Why? Because, well, just keep beating the, that pinata. One top 12 finish this year. Arizona, He's uh, they're tied for third. 38 sacks on the year, which means that offensive line, which has been a turnstile, they beat him down again. Lamar Jackson, everybody's darling, going up against Kansas City. Back end QB1, three straight weeks. But 178 passing yards or less. Joe Flacco, kind of in no man's land in terms of his health. This goes south. You might see Joe Flacco in this one. Uh, Rushing totals 75, 71, 119. Touchdowns back-to-back games against Kansas City. I think this one slows down, which is why we put a cautionary tag on Patrick Mahomes. You're still starting him. He's still top five. Uh, But, you know, you you temper those expectations. and You'll probably sit a little clenched, if you know what I mean, for three hours long. Tevin Coleman against Green Bay. 45 total yards or fewer, four straight games. Edo Smith taking on a little bit more of that workload, and I think they try to grind this one a little bit. Matt Ryan's been awful two of the last three games. He's at the front end of the QB2s. I can't endorse him worth much of anything. Dalvin Cook going against your Seattle Seahawks. The numbers say, hey, run the ball on Seattle. You know what Minnesota refused to do? Run the ball. Run the ball. So (laughs) Dalvin Cook is a guy we're not feeling too good about. Back end number two for you this week, T.Y. Hilton. Played well against Houston back in week four, 115 receiving yards. But you know what? Banged up. Game time decision to say he's going to go with the shoulder, but I want no part of it. Cameron Braid against New Orleans. Touchdown dependent. They're giving up just four points per game to opposing tight ends. One touchdown all season long. And then going back one more time, Jameis Winston against New Orleans. They've got 34 hits on quarterbacks the last four games with 20 sacks. 
and you look at Jameis, three straight, two touchdown games with the yardage totals have been suspect. Shut them down. New Orleans with a revenge in mind after being embarrassed by the Cowboys. Those are your cold sores for week 14 of the NFL season, getting you set for a fantasy weekend. Our first mystery man clue, a guy you got to get in your lineup, someone that you're going to want to play, but we want to let you figure out uh, figure it out. Our first mystery man clue is... Even though I'm averaging 13 carries per game, I've only had two games with more than 80 rushing yards this season. Oh, okay. All right. So maybe not a lot of production with this guy that you'll want to play in week 14 when the chips are on the line. It is Fox Football Fantasy. You can always listen to the show on the iHeartRadio app and Sirius XM Channel 83. We mentioned the NFC East may be decided tonight. There's another division that also could be cited in a matchup this afternoon. We'll talk about it next year on Fox Football Fantasy. Fox Football Fantasy here on Fox Sports Radio. He's Mike Carmen. I'm Dan Beyer, getting set for a week 14 in the NFL. Jacked up to be here, brought to you by the by Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Go to geico.com, get yourself a free rate quote. Before we get back into the fantasy world in week 14, though, Dan, being the big college football fan that you are, and you and I talk a lot of college over the course of our time in the studios, that's most of our breaks and, well, usually our prep time as we're getting stuff together. Heisman Trophy was announced yesterday. We mentioned at the top of the show, and and obviously Kyler Murray, he gets the, the nod, and we have the same old, hey, let's go look through his tweets, or someone has the tweets sure. at the ready, finding stuff from when he was 14 and 15. So that topic will be debated. But just the fact that he won the award has been an interesting kind of conversation of what puts you ahead, what drags you behind. I always am curious as to how quickly people had turned in their ballots, whether they'd already done it before the final gun sounded of games last weekend as well. The people who have ballots, first of all, it's amazing for for us in media, and and we know people that that have ballots and that that we – we know and we re- respect. And well, and they cherish the hell out of them. Yes. Right? Yes. Like it's the most important thing in their life in, in some yeah. some respects. Throughout the country, I know many people who you wouldn't think were Heisman voters are. And then there are some that you're like, wow, they're a Heisman voter? Okay, so so I'll just put that on the table. But I was very, very surprised to see who has a Heisman vote. But Mike, it all seems like it just came down to what happened last week. And I think it's very unfair to Tua Tungavailoa, who has played under this Heisman umbrella for so long. You can't tell me. And maybe these Heisman voters, maybe I'm characterizing them the wrong way. I don't have a Heisman vote, so it's not me. But I just don't think that they were watching Oklahoma football as intently as they should for the first 12 or 13 weeks of the college football season. And all of a sudden you have an SEC championship game that Georgia I guarantee you game plan for Tua Tungavailoa for the entire matchup. And guess what? Shut him down, keep him in check, and then he gets injured. And Jalen Hurts comes in. And I guarantee you this, Georgia probably didn't have a plan to stop Jalen Hurts in that SEC championship game. So if Jalen Hurts comes in and all of a sudden then you say, oh, look, Alabama can, whoever you want to put at quarterback, you, you, could put, you could put me at quarterback. Look, I could go in and run the Crimson Tide. I think it changed a lot of people's ideas and, and how they viewed the Heisman and to see how quickly it turned around you're you're blaming Tua because his team actually has a respectable defense and, and not one that is completely atrocious and allows you to get in those types of games I just is it is it a stat contest what what are we really doing here that, that that's just my question and I just 
congrats to Kyler Murray for doing it, but the change and the immediate change that we saw, not only with people, but just in Vegas, of the of how things sure. quickly changed over the last eight days after that SEC championship game, very surprising. To well, me. part of it goes down to, do we want to just go to yardage and uh, points per, per minute played? Because Tua sat down and was... Uh, you know, just drinking some Gatorade most games and just watching the activity like you and I were doing from our couches if you want to go down that road. Congratulations to Murray. Nearly 5,000 total yards of offense. I mean, just a ridiculous year yeah, know, for, in a pinball And this is, my, this is my point. For as great as the year was, then why, why weren't things closer four weeks ago? Why weren't things closer six weeks ago? Because they weren't. All of a sudden, things changed in a week. And all of a sudden, you have this argument on why you should pick Kyler Murray. So I get that. Well, you know what? Hop on the train a month ago. How, how about doing that and then letting us know? So his odds aren't six to one heading into the to the conference championship games or whatever they were. And then all of a sudden, you come out and he's the odds-on favorite. Just wish I would just wish I'd made a, a larger bet. Uh, Fox Football Fantasy is brought to you by Discover Card. We treat you like you'd treat you. Mention divisions that I think could be decided today. Eagles and Cowboys, we touched on that a bit in Hot Plays and Cold Sores. For the NFC East, as I mentioned, if Dallas wins this, I just don't think Washington has enough. So if Dallas wins this game, not only do you have the sweep of Philadelphia, but you're up on two by two games on them. Right. So essentially you've got you've got it wrapped up, and all you've got to worry about is the Washington Redskins. We'll get to the Redskins and Giants a little bit later. But this is a game today where you see Dallas when they went to Philadelphia, it kind of started the the revival. It's also where we saw Amari Cooper end up making a bigger splash. And wow, this is a different Dallas team. I've been waiting on Philadelphia, and they, and we know how banged up their back end is. But I will say on Monday night, they did get Golden Tate going. Carson Wentz did have his best yardage-wise game of the season against Dallas earlier this year. Cowboys come in as the favorite I, I don't know if Philly's going to win this game. I just am not sure that it's going to be as much of a walkover as people want to think. I think the Eagles may have a little something for the Cowboys today. What are we looking at? A three-and-a-half-point spread over-under sitting at about 46. Jernigan going to miss this one, so finally an injury up front for Philly. I mean, we've seen so much problem, <laughs> so many problems in their back end, uh, but the pass rush is still there, and, and Dak Prescott under a pass rush? Curious. With uh, Amari Cooper, we've seen the big plays. Usually we point to a tackling effort rivaling that of the Jacksonville Jaguars. From the, I'm going to beat that dead horse. I'm telling you. <laughs> I know PETA doesn't like the phrase, but the the Jaguars, I, I don't know that we've seen a team quit uh, quite so uh, effectively over the course of a game. But you look at Philadelphia, they can run the football, and that's where Dallas can be had over the last couple of weeks. Uh, bottom five in terms of running uh, fantasy point proficiency against running backs. You've been able to get after him, and I think Adams and the return of Sproles can't be understated. You know how much uh, – I'm always a fan of a guy who's actually shorter than me playing around sure. and, and running around in the National Football League, but you get a couple of jailbreak opportunities for him. You're not going to beat the Cowboys necessarily on the outside. So for Jeffrey, uh, he's not a guy I'm excited about. But Tate, you work around in the slot. You got Ertz working down the middle. I think there's opportunity to be had here. I think Philadelphia wins this game. Ooh, straight up. Golden Tate last week, uh, that Monday night affair against the Redskins, seven receptions, 85 yards, and a touchdown in that game as well. Dallas 5-1 and one this season when Ezekiel Elliott crosses the 100-yard mark. 
Colts-Texans is another game that we're looking at. I know the Titans are in it, sitting there at 7-6, and six, but if, if the Texans can get their 10th straight victory, which, by the way, is far and away the longest winning streak in the NFL, the closest winning streak to Houston's nine-game streak right now is Dallas with four. Like that's how, how that? that's how great the last two months have been for the Houston Texans, and it's not even close. Colts come to town for that rematch of the tie heartbreaker that the Colts had earlier in the season when they could have played for the tie, went for the win, and then Houston ends up leaving with a victory. Colts-Texans, I think, a big play as the AFC South plays out. Yeah, the curiosity here is who's catching the ball other than Eric Ebron. He's it. I mean, T.Y. Hilton's banged up and has been inconsistent when he's been in the lineup. 115 yards, as I mentioned, in the cold sores back in week four. I can't trust a guy. Game time decision. They say he's going to go, but a difficult proposition because there's really nobody on the outside to help pull things away. Likewise, they don't run the ball that effectively. Marlon Mack struggling against uh, this Houston front is how we can expect things to go. They're a top 10 defense against fantasy running backs. The last run out, seventh best, actually, when you look at this. So uh, when we we try to break down what the Colts are going to do, and offensively, you saw what they did against Jacksonville. I mean, I guess that was the Jaguars' Super Bowl, where you can't muster a score. Uh, Andrew Luck, everybody wanted to throw him in the MVP consideration. Look how great he was. They, they, They couldn't put the ball, they couldn't get put a field goal up. That's how pathetic and pedestrian that effort was last Sunday. So, you look at a potential for a comeback, I don't. I think the offensive line gets tested. They've been great, no question, keeping him upright. But Houston gets a pass rush on him uh, and stays after it. So for Andrew Luck, for me, he's a high-end number two quarterback, not a guy I'm in the start. I'll take Deshaun Watson as a mid-number one, and we'll take our shots downfield. Maybe Demarius Thomas in as a third wide receiver. Lamar Miller is a back-end number two, and obviously – uh, Hopkins as a top five. He's Mike Carmen. I'm Dan Beyer. This is Fox Football Fantasy. The Texans' second-best scoring defense in the AFC behind the Baltimore Ravens. We are coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios, getting the tweets coming in just like, hey, Adam Keith Williams has a losing record but in the playoffs. Yeah, okay, let's I like go. that, yes. Let's get he some He wants upsets. to know for a flex play, Gus Edwards, Jalen Samuels, James White, Tevin Coleman, or Allen Robinson. That's why he's got a losing record. No, I'm just kidding. Just kidding, Adam. Just kidding. So you've got Gus Edwards, Jalen Samuels in timeshare likely today yes. with the Pittsburgh Steelers, James White in New England facing the Dolphins, Tevin Coleman and the Falcons against Green Bay, and Allen Robinson and the Bears tonight against the Rams. I rank them thusly. We're going to go White, uh, and then we're going to go with a little bit of a price shot in Samuels. Look to see if he's avail- available as a tight end. A couple of big uh Fantasy providers have him available, not just at running back, but also at tight end. Gus comes in third, and I'm not touching Tevin Coleman with a 10-foot pull. He's Mike Carmen. I'm Dan Byer. This is Fox Football Fantasy. Let's get a touch-up from one Brian Fenley. How about that? Yeah, you get a, get a little uh, touch-up from uh, our good buddy Brian, keeping us up to date on what's happening, not only ahead for Week 14 in the NFL, but what happened last night. Good morning, Brian. Hey, good morning, guys. Yeah, you know, odds are you won't see last night's Heisman Trophy winner, Oklahoma quarterback Kyler Murray in the NFL. Murray's agent, Scott Boris, who helped Murray land a $4.66 million deal with the Oakland A's this summer, spoke with NFL.com and revealed Murray is all in on baseball and will not pursue the NFL. 
Whether or not you agree with this, you need to make good choices too. And with True Car, you've got a star on your roster. So when you're ready to sell or trade in your car, check out True Car. True Cash offer not available in all areas. And as we ready for Week 14 in the NFL, league reporter Ian Rappaport has some injury updates. Chargers will be without the services of running back Melvin Gordon today. He's battling back from an MCL sprain. However, there is talk he could be available as early as next week. Raiders running back Doug Martin, despite a hurt knee, though, is set to play today. Jets ball carrier Isaiah Crowell, Crowell bothered by a toe injury, is good to go versus the Bills. Dolphins defensive back Xavier Howard could be ready to play as early as next week. He not long ago had surgery for a meniscus injury. And finally, NFL insider Adam Schefter reporting Colts wide receiver T.Y. Hilton, who's nursing a shoulder issue, is expected to see the field today versus the Texans. And two scores out of the NBA, the Heat bounced the Clippers 121-98. The Clips made only two buckets in the fourth quarter. And Damian Lillard, another dazzling performance, spears the Blazers to a come-from-behind victory against the Timberwolves, 113-105. Lillard with 28 points. Back to you guys. Think about it this way, Brian. (laughs) Crowell, 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 there you go. Crowell, Crowell, Crowell. the running back from the Jets is Isaiah Crowell. How about that? There you go. You'll Dan, never forget it. You'll Dan, never I was on the it. fence with that, and now I will never mess up that name again. <laughs> he gets punny even with the uh, hymnals for the holiday season. He's Dan Byer. Oh, it's the holiday season. You got to do it. Thank you very much, yeah. Brian. We are coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. It's easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with Geico. Go to geico.com or call 800-947-AUTO. The only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. How about tonight in Chicago? Rams and Bears in a matchup of two NFC, and yeah, I'm going to say it, Titans. How about that? Two huge squads going head-to-head in the Windy City. 8.20 Eastern time tonight. Rams can lock up a first-round bye with the win against Chicago. It's going to be nice and cold at kickoff time. We talked about it all week with Jared Goff and the gloves and getting prepared for all of this. Uh, Sean McVay getting his love because he addressed each and every member of the Bears defense when giving a scouting report of what they were facing this week. Should have mocked uh, their effort against the Giants while he was at it, uh, which is why I think they come back uh, and show nicely for the home crowd tonight. Jared Goff, for me, a back-end QB1. I can't put him down altogether because you still have those guys on the outside that are going to wreak havoc against the Bears' defense. They've been susceptible to big plays by outside wideouts over the course of the, the year. Goff uh, become, tries to become only the fourth player against the Bears' to hit QB1 status in the last 12 weeks. So that's one uh, for the books as well. Todd Gurley bounced him down a couple of spots, but, it, you know, there's no benching him. You know, I yeah. see the craziness of it. Should I bench him because it's a tough matchup? No. No. He touches the ball 20 times a game, and if you're going to go down, you're going down swinging. Don't be the idiot that said, I missed the playoffs because I benched Todd Gurley in week 14. But we get that every yeah. every year. Don't, it's the same thing. Some of those crazy questions start flowing in. Robert Woods is still in. Cooks is still in. Uh, the Rams set perhaps to have Aqib Tlaib back in full capacity tonight. So that's that's that'll be an interesting combatant to what Mitchell Trubisky offers. Obviously, Nagy can get creative with the playbook again, which he didn't last week against with Chase Daniel. I think against the Giants thought they'd just be 
the class and be able to outclass them, get caught on a couple of trick plays, and that was the end of it. But we're looking at the the Bears to get back in. Miller as a third wide receiver. Robinson a back end number two. I think if they're going to win this game, Jordan Howard's going to have to have a day. And since I think they take advantage of the home crowd, they take advantage of the susceptibility of the Rams to be run on a bit, Jordan Howard does have himself an 80-yard touchdown day. So top end RB2 for him. Of course, the big headline is Mitchell Trubisky returns for Chicago. Eddie Jackson, Matt Nagy did say, should play despite a shin injury. And I'll just say this, if your league allows pickups, if you are a Todd Gurley owner, in your league, Malcolm Brown lost for the season. If you want that handcuff, if if you want to make sure that you're okay in the playoffs, Justin Davis would be the guy to pick up for the Rams if you were looking in that situation. Just an emergency situation so you weren't caught or there wasn't anybody available, that would be the guy that you would now handcuff with Malcolm Brown done for the season. Well, it is time for that roster scrubbing process, Dan. Uh, talked to Jonas a little bit on his show uh, earlier this morning to just that effect of – This is probably, I think for the majority of leagues, this is the last week of the regular season and that we get full on into playoffs, weeks 15 and 16 for most, only the four-team playoffs going. But this is the time to go through and look at all those guys you were wishing, wanting, hoping were going to be big sleeper ninja pickups or that extra tight end you don't need or, God forbid, the extra defense or kicker that you go through and you find those handcuffs that were hanging out there because someone else may have snaked Justin Jackson on you. Someone else may have gotten Spencer Ware when you didn't, weren't <laughs> quick enough when Kareem Hunt got suspended. He should have been on your roster just as a preventative measure, and this is the time to do it. Final week before kickoffs today, you can go through and do your ad drops. Make sure you've scrubbed the, the lineup uh, uh, and roster of dead weight. Could be a really good week for the Bears if they can get a win tonight against the Rams. And now you've got the Vikings in Seattle on Monday night taking on the Seahawks. Stephon Diggs should play for Minnesota. Seahawks wide receiving core a little bit in question because Doug Baldwin's now considered a game-time decision because of a hip injury. Seahawks home to the Vikings coming up tomorrow night. It's funny because we always have Russell Wilson as a higher-end player, right? I've got him as a back-end number one. question is who's he throwing the ball to? on a week-to-week basis. Likewise for the running game. Chris Carson banged up. He's going to go, and the script says he still touches the ball 14 to 17 times a game. That's where he falls in that range. Uh, I don't expect grand results. Vikings top 10 defense against opposing running backs. But we we always set Russell Wilson into our lineup. There are very few times you're going to have an alternative because if you drafted him, odds are you've got the back-end number two guy uh, as your backup, mm-hmm. so you're not going to trump him. But you look on the the other side of things for Minnesota, Kirk Cousins is no better than a mid-number two play this week. He's still got the injury to Diggs. Thielen's been fantastic. Rudolph's been invisible. Some great stories of him in the community. So want to make sure at this holiday season to note that because there was a weepy thing. He does a lot of work with children's hospitals in Minnesota, so good on him. But for fantasy purposes, which is our task here today, has been a non-factor for you all year, and they don't commit to the run. They still have just a grossly disproportionate pass-to-run ratio. Filippo for all the excitement and all the, hey, this guy's going to be the next head coach somewhere, I'm still raising my hand going, how's Mike Zimmer not gone and throttled him when you've got Murray and Dalvin Cook to create some semblance of balance yeah. and giving Kirk Cousins a, a fighter's puncher's chance. When Cook's been healthy, there, there's there's been something there. That offensive line also needs as much help as they can. If you are in a Baldwin tight spot with the Seahawks wide receiver on a Monday night, 
David Moore likely probably gone off of uh, or in your league. Somebody probably has him already. He's been hit and miss at times right. as as well. Jerron Brown would be the guy to pick up. He has scored touchdowns for Seattle, and Russell Wilson has been very efficient. One other thing to note in this game: Seahawks get Michael Kendricks back from his suspension. So remember when they picked him up earlier in the season when KJ Wright was dinged up, and you're like, well. Heck, if Michael Kendricks has kind of go to prison, is, is he even going to play at all? Well, the Seahawks picked him up, played a couple of games, and now you've got a linebacking core with Bobby Wagner is coming off of maybe his best game of his career last week. Right. And you had Michael Kendricks. They won't be Christian McCaffrey like they were a couple of weeks ago against Minnesota tomorrow Nicely night. done. Yeah. Way to make it a verb. <laughs> yeah, he, he did something fierce to them. He, he's Mike Carvin. I'm Dan Byer. This is Fox Football Fantasy. Got another tweet in from our buddy Ryan Jones. Playoff time needs two of the three. Adrian Peterson, Sony Michelle, or Spencer Ware. Adrian Peterson's not touching my lineup. Period. There I, you go. I mean, he went he, he ran for a 90-yard touchdown and then finished with fewer than 100 yards. That tells me everything I need. <laughs> SNS, go with Sony and Spencer for week 14. Coming up next, it's the best against the best. It's here on Fox Football Fantasy. Fox Football Fantasy here on Fox Sports Radio. I guess easing you in on this segment. Is it Ronnie Millsap? <laughs> oh, little Alabama. Uh, uh, I should have recognized it. There's, there's uh no, I, I thought we were gonna get a Noel. I honestly, the uh <laughs> you know, the uh was it the first Noel? Is that what we were singing earlier? Yeah. Uh he's he's my car, but you're, I'm by it. <laughs> you you sang it's like I don't remember. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Hey, too busy worried about that Monday night football game. Yeah, it should be a dandy. That's uh, looking forward to the Seahawks and Vikings. There's another dandy coming up at one o'clock Eastern time. Ravens and Chiefs, otherwise known as the top scoring offense in the NFL against the top scoring defense in the National Football League. What gives today at Arrowhead Stadium? I still have Mahomes as a top five wide uh, quarterback with Tyreek Hill as a top eight wide receiver. Now, the running back position, Spencer Ware is going to show up as a high-end number two for you. They're not shutting down this thing altogether. I know Sammy Watkins not being there has been a concern that people suddenly raise. He hasn't been there for weeks, and they've still put up points. Are, are there cracks? Sure. The loss of Kareem Hunt is absolutely huge, but you still have Hill uh, and you still have Travis Kelsey. You still have playmakers, and Sharkandrick West comes back to the mix. But Spencer Ware is a capable back. They still put up points last week. Yes, I know it was against Oakland, but you saw what that offense still needs to be. You'll need a couple of big plays. And for Baltimore, it's not like you're looking to run between the tackles. That's not what Spencer Ware does. So it, it's not that going directly against their strength. What I think you saw last week as well is if there is going to be a benefactor to Kareem Hunt's absence, maybe it's Travis Kelsey as being the, the true guy who benefits the most. And when you say, well, what about Tyree Kill or all the pieces around? I still think now with Kareem Hunt not there, you make sure that Tyree Kill doesn't beat you. Yeah, and they double helps, up, bracket yeah, him. and That helps yeah. Travis Kelsey as well. So I think that you're going to see a uh, a boom with Travis Kelsey over these next couple of weeks. Ravens and Chiefs, 1 o'clock Eastern time today. Calvin Benjamin, the newly signed Kansas City Chiefs wide receiver, coming over after he was released from Buffalo earlier this week. We'll see if he wants to run wind sprints because that's really what they need him to do here to at least may, keep them honest 
uh, on the other side of the field. Dan, uh, a little bit of Conley, I think, is what what you'll also see underneath in this game and potential for game breaker for daily fantasy purposes. Maybe a stack, a, a little bit of a unique stack where Conley and and Mahomes for you. Uh, to get a, get a little bit creative, a price shot. You still have a higher-end cost on your QB, but a very low wide receiver cost. And even in Kansas City in years past, it may not seem like it on the surface, but when you had Tyreek Hill, Chris Conley, and Albert Wilson at the time, when everybody was healthy, Conley and Wilson would contribute to right. that team. And this was with Alex Smith as the quarterback, and obviously Kelsey was still the tight end. Now all of a sudden, you know, Kansas City also brings in Sammy Watkins, and and so maybe Conley is pushed down a bit. But we've seen some production from him as well, and being at least a reliable guy for Kansas City as they're home to Baltimore today. On the other side for Baltimore, I've got Lamar Jackson. We talked about a little bit earlier. He goes down into the mid, maybe high high to mid QB two. Still going to run the ball a bunch. Kansas City not world beating, but this is a, a place where it's not. St- you know, a strength of the Ravens to push the ball downfield. So unless Jackson struggles, the fumble issues are certainly there, and we see Joe Flacco, that would suddenly change the complexion of everything because then you could suddenly start pushing the ball down the field again in the pass game. But otherwise, it it just doesn't play in. Gus Edwards, to me, a back-end number two, the Gus bus shut down for <laughs> repair. The Gus bus is, bus is going to have an elongated stop. It is Fox Football Fantasy coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. Adam Lane tweets in in a non-PPR league. He's got Dalvin Cook, Sony Michelle, Spencer Ware, who we just talked about, Marlon Mack, Austin Eckler, or Jordan Howard. I know there's a lot of guys there, but he needs two of them. And Howard's a guy you talked about off or a few segments ago about maybe this is his opportunity to do something for Chicago. We were just talking about Spencer Ware going up against that Ravens defense, and we touched on Dalvin Cook in Seattle. Out of those six, what two stand out? I will rank them thusly. Michelle, then Ware, then Howard, then we get to Dalvin Cook, then Mack, then Eckler. Eckler I can't trust just because he can't run the ball in the backfield. And this script would indicate to me they get ahead and they lean, which means more Jackson between the tackles, grind clock, and get it done. Happy belated 37th to Phillip Rivers expecting his ninth child. Forever young. Chargers home to the Bengals. Melvin Gordon could be back Thursday against the Chiefs, but not going to play today. Cincinnati without Drake Kirkpatrick and Vontez Perfect. Difficult spot once again. Tyler Boyd, uh, volume play. I I don't like him totally. He's uh, back end number two for me with Jeff Driscoll. Under under center for you becomes a problem. Uh, mix in a mid number two uh, for the Chargers. Get him on. Get him over. Get him in. He's Mike Carmen. I'm Dan Byer. This is Fox Football Fantasy. Get Mike on Twitter at Swollen Dome. I'm at Dan Byer on Fox. The Steelers could be without James Conner for a little while longer. We'll tell you how long next. Week 14 is here, and Mike knows that I like to throw out games on certain weeks that are never will be a Super Bowl. Okay, like. You're never going to see a Super Bowl. Well, we have very few opportunities for that today because there are only just a couple of AFC against NFC games. And Broncos 49ers was already a Super Bowl. So so obviously that's going to be a Super Bowl. Our winner of never going to be a Super Bowl, Panthers-Browns. Yes, yeah. you're never going to be at a Super Bowl party where the Panthers are taking on the Browns. Okay, It's not going to happen You're not going to see it, so that's our never-going-to-be-a-Super-Bowl game of Week 14. I like that. 
It's its own feature. Well, I just look at Brock, and the reason I think about it, and I and I and I and I do this a lot on the show when I see AFC NFC matchups. You you know you see them once every four years, and they're they're a little different. But I like the little the little bit of spice that they provide. When you go back to when we were growing up, Mike, we're both in our forties. Broncos 49ers, I mean, talk about top of the echelon oh, yeah. in the National Football League. Like, like that was it. You want to talk about franchises that w- when you're weaving in and out, we talk about Aaron Rodgers and the Packers and Tom Brady and the Patriots never playing in a Super Bowl. Well, the Packers have only made one. The Patriots are making many more appearances, but the 49ers and Broncos. I mean, it's weaving in and out here, and their paths only crossed the one time in the late 80s and early 90s. And so you've got that matchup today in San Francisco. Well, we had our brief run-ups, right? We have our Peyton Manning run. You had our Colin Kaepernick appearance. Uh, Good thoughts out to Alex Smith as he's recovering from what appears to have really turned grisly. I mean, the injury was awful to see, but uh, the recovery – Big big thoughts for him because now they're in the quarterback market again, obviously, with Mark Sanchez, quarterback. We'll get to that later. Uh, but Case Keenum, one more year on the deal for him. Do, are they in the quarterback market this offseason? Are they going to draft? Do you trust John Elway to do it? Uh, no Emmanuel Sanders done for the year. So more Cortland Sutton. I know he's showing up in a lot of the sit starts that I'll be answering. That's Swollen Dome on Twitter coming up in about 55 minutes because, you know, we are doing some live coast-to-coast radio, so I can't answer uh, the henpeck of those right now. We'll get to those uh, as we go. Philip Lindsay, one of the great stories of the year, so top seven play going going forward, just a dominant run run attack right now. The defense going after Mullins. Got to think Denver uh, defensively can give you some boost to your playoff hopes uh, from a defensive uh, piling up stats. Uh, some sacks, and and perhaps one of those defensive touchdowns that we love. No Brita this week, so we talked about Jeff Wilson Jr. Uh, a little bit earlier, uh, a dual-threat guy. Injury issues, he was already dinged up last week. That was one of the things in his collegiate career. He was going to be the mystery man, but every stat I kept going into, because goes, was having a nice run until he got hurt. <laughs> and I didn't want that to be the narrative of the mystery man, so I pushed that aside. But you look at... This opportunity here, uh, San Francisco just just not good in any way, and you lost your one playmaker. They do get Marquise Goodwin back, uh, but against Denver's pass defense, don't expect much success. How about this stat for Phillip Lindsay? He needs 63 yards to become the third rookie in NFL history to have 1,000 yards after being an undrafted free agent. Okay, the other two. Are you ready for this? Hit it. LeGarrett Blunt, who probably would have been drafted if there if there wasn't a punch of a of a Boise State player. Yeah. Uh in, in his long, career. Yeah, that's a long time ago. Yeah. People forget that exists. That was one of the thousand yards in yeah. twenty ten with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the other one. Dominic Rhodes from the Indianapolis Ooh. Colts. Yeah. So Philip Lindsay with 63 yards and either today or at any point over these next couple of games to wrap up the regular season would join that elusive company. It is Fox Football Fantasy, company live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit geico.com for a free rate quote. NFL Network reporting that James Conner may miss more than just this week and last week 
at the end of the game that he the injury that he suffered against the Chargers that he also could be in jeopardy of missing week 15 which is against the New England Patriots so if you've got Jalen Samuels and if you've got Stephen Ridley and there's maybe there's some reports Rappaport also saying that Samuels may get more of the load than Stephen Ridley but I will say this whoever has success or more success today would likely then get the nod in week 15 against New England but something to watch is James Conner's injury could could hurt some fantasy teams entering those playoffs. Well, teams that either went in on the draft figuring Le'Veon Bell being out, you'd get a, a decent opportunity the first couple of weeks behind that offensive line, turned into one of the great finds of the 2018 season. Now we're looking at Samuels. I mentioned it a little bit earlier in the show that you do have some leagues. I know that gave him tight end eligibility because he's been a jack of all trades going back to his college days. So potential there, but certainly as a as a pass catcher and as explosive back, I've got to think that they give the fifth round pick every opportunity to win this job before turning back to Ridley. Not that he doesn't potentially vulture a goal line situation. That's the one thing I'd worry about here is that Ridley takes some of the uh, glory touches away. Wait, can I say that? Uh, that he takes that away. That Samuels, though, is the workhorse more likely against Oakland here and that they try to get a little more dynamic uh, a player out of the backfield. Steelers-Raiders, it's a 425 Eastern time start on Fox. So that game will be opposite the Eagles and Cowboys, just to take note of that uh, game today in Oakland. The Raiders come in with are you ready for this? Go ahead, buddy. Ten sacks on the season. Yeah, I actually wrote that same stat Ten. down. And as I wrote it, I went and I looked up three other sites to make sure that I was seeing that correctly. Ten. That, that's not good. Ben Roethlisberger, clean jersey club today. By by way of contrast, the Steelers, Dan, uh, lead the NFL with 41. Uh, Saints have had 16 in the last three weeks. And the next closest to the lowest amount of sacks, New England and the Giants with 19. So they were almost doubled up from second to last place. Double up. Of the Oakland Raiders. It is Fox Football Fantasy. Let's get to the guys you got to play in week 14. Got to get him in your lineup. They are your hot plays for week 14 in the NFL. Hot plays for week 14. Get it started. When we look at our, our guys, the, the fact of the matter is uh, Jeff Wilson, I, I talked about him before, 134 total yards last week. Brita out, give him an opportunity. Uh, we've got Baker Mayfield against Carolina. He was awful the start of last week. Finished with 397 yards and has been into the top 13 five of his last six weeks for quarterbacks. Carolina, multiple touchdown passes allowed 10 of their last 11 games. Callaway should have given him an extra touchdown last week but had the ball stripped at the one-yard line. Uh, lazy play there, but he's also a good daily fantasy play for you. Uh, in the DraftKings world, only a $3,900 value. Hmm. So you can get a little bit of a value play and then go back over the top with one of your would-be heroes. How about that? Traquan Smith of the Saints going up against that putrid Tampa Bay pass defense. His lone target against Dallas should have been a touchdown. Uh, I'm looking for him to bounce back in a big way, as will this New Orleans offense. They did practice a bunch this week, making sure they knew how to handle a soggy, soaked football, Dan, because there may be rain down in Tampa. Uh, Vance McDonald against Oakland, 11 fantasy points per game allowed by the Oakland defense to opposing tight ends. So even though the yardage for McDonald has been slow and low the last, uh, like a barbecue, uh, less than 30 yards. Low and four of his, slow. Yeah, last, four of his last five 250. games. 250. 
That's I'm go. sorry. Just uh, just you know two fifties. Yeah. See now yeah. I got you salivating. See everybody <laughs> getting that early morning tailgate feel to it. Uh, Justin Jackson against Cincinnati. They're terrible. Do I leave it at that? Nine yeah. touches, eighty-two <laughs> total can. yards at a score last week. I look for a big effort here. Uh, the Chargers more than two touchdown favorites today at home. David Johnson against Detroit. Ten most fantasy points allowed per game to opposing running backs. And let's face it, there's not a much, much of a passing game going on there. Christian Kirk done for the year. Uh, the loss of Iapati does scare me a little bit, but let's face it, Detroit's uh, not good. Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers, why? Because they need pats on the backs and reassurances that they can still sling the rock. Brady with only four QB1 finishes this year, and usually against Miami, there's struggles. But everybody's healthy, and they have a run game to help generate some balance. So Sony Michelle, one of your top plays, looking for Gronkowski and Josh Gordon to set the pinball effect on the scoreboard. Aaron Jones also against Atlanta. Uh, because they're civ-like, no more Jamal Williams, I don't believe. Uh, that was Mike McCarthy's guy that he kept forcing into the lineup. I think he uh, takes a seat. And and Aaron Jones' owners have been crying for this for weeks and months. There would be an argument of being like, okay, now we're going to unleash Aaron Jones because it's the playoff push, but the Packers are so far removed from the playoff yeah. push right now, or, or at least seemingly so that it doesn't even make sense to – save him anymore yeah it just seems the all right we'll at least show you what we could have been and taunt you yeah perhaps you as we get on the stretch and then zay jones why because i want to extol the virtues of a buffalo wide receiver just for giggles uh against the jets you had a curious uh performance against jacksonville but the two weeks bookending that eight catches on 11 targets 93 and a score and then four out of nine 67 and two scores uh that no show uh, and and look, he, he was great against the Jets. That's the 8-11-93 in a score total. Uh, not that you expect massive numbers from Josh Allen, but let's face it, Sam Darnold's going to put the ball on the carpet or give them a couple of short fields. Well, don't you also have to now factor in from Thursday night the quit factor? Yeah. Teams that just, like, now you're in week 14. There are four games left. The Jets were eliminated from the postseason. They're coming off of a heartbreaking loss to Tennessee last week in a game that they should have won. And now you're just kind of like, all right, let's just get this thing. Like, there are certain teams that now you have to wonder, all right, is this the week that they just don't want to play anymore? And unfortunately for Jets fans, it may seem like every week, but definitely this week against Buffalo. Well, and then you, Yeah, and you keep piling up the stories in the media. Does the GM hate your coach? Vice versa. I mean, you go back through I that. Snorted. That's <laughs> pretty good. But <laughs> I mean, that's the back back page of the fish wraps yeah. this past week. Uh, hey, do these guys even get along? And which one's going to be out the door first? And once that hits the locker room as well, it's like, all right, let's just get to our vacations. Let's get to our guys that you don't want to play this week. Your uh plays for week fourteen. Cold sore. There they are. There you go. Matt Ryan, high end number two quarterback for me. Green Bay tied for third with sacks. Uh, you look at that putrid effort. I used putrid twice in a segment. Uh, 131 passing yards for Ryan against Baltimore. He's been miserable two of his last three games. Julio Jones even disappeared against the Ravens as they did a good job of double covering him. Matt Stafford against Arizona. I know he's questionable. He's just not in your lineup. Uh, one top 12 finish in 12 starts. Arizona tied with the Packers. 
38 sacks. Look for them to get after him. Jared Goff and Patrick Mahomes, they're in your lineup, but both cautionary tales, ranked a little lower than normal. Pat Mahomes down at fifth, sixth. You've got Goff down between that 10 to 12 range, depending on your flavor, uh, going up against the Bears. Uh, Bears uh, giving up only three of the last 11 did finished uh, as a QB1 for fantasy purposes. Tevin Coleman against Green Bay, 45 total yards, a fewer fourth straight game. Edo Smith taking on a bigger role. Carson going up against Minnesota, their 10th best against running backs. Based on volume, he's a high-end number two, but the ceiling lowered quite a bit. Alshon Jeffrey against Dallas, fewer than five targets in four straight games. You're looking at the against wide receivers, Dallas fourth best in the land. Uh, and then Dalvin Cook on the other side because the Vikings refuse to commit to the run. Maybe they do it a little bit more here, and and to the urgency gets them to a better balance. But as it stands, Cook not getting enough volume to be better than a mid-number two play. Those are your cold sores for Week 14. We gave you one mystery man clue earlier. That was 13 carries per game. So far this season, but only twice has gone over 80 yards, correct? You got it. And the mystery man clue number two is? Five games with fewer than 25 yards rushing. Ooh, jeez. <laughs> but you're going to want to play him. Let's hope you can figure it out for week 14. He's Mike Carmen. I'm Dan Beyer. This is Fox Football Fantasy coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. Marina Man tweets in Lamar Miller, Jeff Wilson, or David Johnson. Needs two out of the three. I'm going to go with David Johnson and then Lamar Millard. I like Wilson, but he comes in third here. Fair enough. This is Fox Football Fantasy. If you ever miss the show, don't worry. Just go to iTunes, subscribe to Fox Sports Radio, and download the show every single week. If you're late, hey, don't worry. We still got you covered. You can do so before kickoff and get all the information that you need to have fantasy success. The Joe Philbin era starts in Green Bay. We'll tell you how it ends next here on Fox Football Fantasy. Fox Football Fantasy here on Fox Sports Radio. He's Mike Harmon. I'm Dan Beyer. You can reach us on Twitter. I'm at Dan Beyer on Fox. Mike, they can get you at. You can find me over at Swollen Dome. Dan, have I ever told you the great quote I heard from Billy Joel related to Christmas music and <laughs> holiday music? No, I have not. So he, he was talking about it as the, uh, the last bastion for the creatively bankrupt is to release a Christmas album because <laughs> they get pressured by the record labels. Hey, here's a quick, easy way to fulfill one of the albums uh, left on your deal. And he's like, no, no, I won't. How about, how about the double disc Thanksgiving slash Christmas album that you could put in early November? I like that. Yeah, you could do that. Hey. We, don't, we don't have enough Thanksgiving songs. No, no. No, we don't. That is very true. <laughs> Nobody gathers around the Thanksgiving table and sings. I think we need more of that in our world today. We need to get more rights to uh, the audio tracks of the different football games <laughs> that people are watching. Fox Football Fantasy is brought to you by Discover. Get your free credit scorecard today, even if you're not a Discover customer. It includes your FICO credit score, and checking your scorecard won't hurt your credit. Learn more at discover.com slash credit scorecard. Limitations do apply. It's the Disappointment Bowl today in Green Bay. Falcons and Packers, both teams having high hopes for the 2018 season, both teams likely home for the 2018 playoffs. It is, of course, the start of the Joe Philbin era as Mike McCarthy was dismissed 
which by the way, seems like a long time ago. I don't know if it was just a slow week for me, but it just seems like it was a long time ago. Maybe it was because this seems like it was a long time coming for Green Bay, but the Packers, about a five and a half point favorite. Not sure exactly what the line is. Probably should have looked it up before I even started talking. The point being, a lot of people like Green Bay as a fresh start today against a Falcons team. Last I saw, sitting at four and a half with an over under 51. Okay. All right. Now I sound like a weatherman. So, <laughs> I'm actually a... being followed by a lot of meteorologists oh, good. across our great land. They want to chime in when weather gets bad. So we, <laughs> we'll have check ins uh, when the blizzards hit. Uh, Rodgers, for me, a top five play today against an Atlanta defense that has been uh, susceptible to big plays downfield all season long. Second worst against quarterbacks. For fantasy purposes, nearly 28 fantasy points per game. They don't get much pressure on quarterbacks. They haven't had many hits. So this is one for Aaron Rodgers. If you're worried about the knee, don't be worried about the knee today. (laughs) He should be able to hold up uh, quite fine. The question is, what do you get in terms of the secondary receiver contributions beyond Devontae Adams? Uh, MVS has fallen off. He's no better than a four anymore. Uh, I'd be looking for more Jimmy Graham. If he's going to gut through the thumb injury, that they've got to try yeah. to force feed him the ball a bit. I think it's a referendum on Green Bay's offense and Aaron Rodgers today for the yeah. simple fact of the scapegoat is gone. You also have a Falcons team that has lost four in a row. You talked about how poor they are defensively, and they've been banged up all season long, but n- nevertheless, it's still not a, a good defense, even with uh, Deion Jones coming back last week. You've got an opportunity as well with weather where the Falcons aren't an outdoors team. They're a team from the south coming up to Green Bay. Temperature's not going to be above the freezing point. So you've got an opportunity now for Green Bay where there may be no excuses for Aaron Rodgers in that Packers offense. And if things sputter today, I'm not saying that it's it's an end-all, be-all, but maybe there will be more of the warts that are shown. I think it's referendum day for the Packers and Aaron Rodgers to let it fly against Atlanta. I truly do believe Aaron Rodgers has gotten a free pass. We've banged on it a lot on this show, and I know Jason Smith and I in the evenings, uh, I've gone after it. The number of times you've seen him throw to the back of a guy's leg uh, or throw short at a guy's feet on third down plays, he's gotten no criticism or virtually no criticism across this landscape. Uh, and, and it was a lot of McCarthy and play calling. And, yes, I, I beat him up for the lack of use of Aaron Jones when you've got an obvious playmaker, an explosive running back that you're not trying to find that balance. But you look at the secondary receivers. Cobb's been banged up all year long, comes back, not the player he was. Uh, Scandling, he's a rookie coming in. St. Brown coming in, another rookie, Jimmy Graham. I don't know if they were banking on him to be the guy from five years ago. I know Aaron Rodgers wanted him to be mm-hmm. there, but he's not that explosive. You get a game every fourth week out of him where he looks like his former self. And for Aaron Rodgers, completion percentage is down. The completion rate downfield is down. You go all the way through, and he's gotten a bit of a pass, I think, going through. So, And, and then Mike McCarthy gets the standing ovation. I know this is a big talking point going throughout the week of he gets to come back, A, not back in the building just once, but like multiple times. He did have the full-page ad saying thank you for his time there. But also the fact that the players were so welcoming back of a guy that just got fired. Like, what's that say in your locker room? Yeah. Man, how's, how's Rodgers feeling about all it's of that? Fair point. No, it's a very fair point. <laughs> considering it, it shows that you had some other issues going on. He's Mike Carmen. I'm Dan Byer. Now, we've got Russell and Scottsdale joining us and uh, i'm gonna just 
Russell, hold on a sec because in the call box we've got we've got Carson slash Wilson. Do you think this is a Carson Wentz Russell Wilson question, or do you think it is a Chris Carson Jeff Wilson question, Mike Harmon? I'm going to go quarterback. Okay, you're going to go quarterback. Russell, welcome to Fox Football Fantasy. Hey, morning, fellas. What's How up? you doing? Doing great, doing great. Got a couple uh, coin flips here, and then one uh, one thanks to Odell Beckham. I got a field of guys to choose between, so I thought I'd get your opinion on all three if I could. Hundred bucks, cash, no checks. No, go, <laughs> go ahead, fire away. <laughs> well, the first one, uh, one of you was right, one of you was wrong. It's a non PPR league. I'll start by saying, uh, but we were looking at running backs. Oh, uh, there it is. Chris Carson yeah. and Jeff Wilson. You got it. I'm going to give Jeff Wilson the nod. Whoa! How about that? That's what I was looking at, too. It's weird to feel it. it, yeah. it no, I, I get that. It's it's an odd feeling. Um, you're going to have to just, you know, find a way to numb that pain. What's um, next? And then, I got, and then I've been uh, flipping back and forth between McDonald and Njoku almost all season, it feels like. So now it's crunch time with the playoffs. i got to pick one for when it really counts. I'm going to take Njoku. Going up against the Carolina defense, look for a big passing effort. Uh, as much as I like McDonald, I, I like Njoku just a bit more. Thank you very much, Russell. This is Fox Football Fantasy. The phone number is 877-99 on Fox. It's 877-996-6369. Oh, the Dan Byer fan club's tweeted in. How about that? By the way, I am not behind the Dan Byer fan club. <laughs> I know people think that I am, but I am not behind the Dan Byer fan club. But... They do have James Conner out, which, by the way, I also do as well. It's just a random connection. He wants to know Lamar Miller or Kenyon Drake. Lamar I, Miller. Gets I, I don't have not. either. Uh, I don't have Kenyon Drake. I don't have Lamar Miller. I don't. Yeah, no Kenyon Drake for me. Uh, I do like that we got the Dan Byer fan club. I'm, 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 I'm applauding that. We're gonna get shirts made, and we're gonna go. Uh, we're gonna go coast to coast. Sam follows it. Nice. Yeah, I follow. Oh, absolutely. Harmon follows it as well. All sixty-two. Yes, that the, the picture I was told because I asked the same. Actually, it was my first question. The picture was a screen grab of a video that I did. So that's how I was mid word during the Dan Byer fan club Twitter handle that is out there. Always my favorite, Dan. The let's get this in the random screen grab. Well, their 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 settings picture, or what would you say the background picture? I, it's not the profile picture, but it's the the other one that you have in the big background. That's that's my wall in my house with with my helmets and pennants. So that is, is, is it Lisa. <laughs> that is where because I told you I collected. I got all the mini helmets right. of the 1980s. I finally was able to complete my collection, and that is my house. But it is not me. That was taken from a tweet and an Instagram post I made. There you go. I just want to. I want to be clear. Uh, Lions and Cardinals today. I just want to touch on this game quickly. This game is so bad that the entire state of Arizona doesn't even have it. There's a portion <laughs> of it that is also that is going to get Eagles Cowboys. Oh, that's instead, good. state of Michigan, you're out of luck. You got to deal with Lions Cardinals today. But with Matthew Stafford dinged up, no more Christian Kirk for Arizona for the rest of the season. Maybe maybe you're watching David Johnson. I I David Johnson yeah. high end number 2, Larry Fitzgerald back end number 2 wide receiver. That's really about it. Maybe you play the Arizona defense because you know Matt Stafford's good uh, for a turnover or two and whether he finishes or not. 
No carry on Johnson. LeGarrette Blunt. we talked about him a little bit earlier. Maybe if you're desperate because Arizona does give up the short yardage touchdowns, they've been hit on the ground in that regard. So maybe you can get a pass interference or something that sets you up in point-blank range. Uh, but beyond that, you don't really have many uh, many fantasy interests in this one. We will reveal our mystery man for Week 14 coming up next. But first, Brian Fenley is here to give us the latest of what's happening in the world of sports. Good morning, Brian. Good morning, guys. Kyler Murray's journey to the NFL hits a major roadblock. Yeah, Murray's agent Scott Boris revealed to NFL.com the $4.66 million contract the Oklahoma quarterback signed with the Oakland A's forbids him from pursuing a pro football career. Well, we'll see how long that lasts. He's a Heisman Trophy winner and all. Two and a half hours and counting until NFL games get going on this Sunday. So kick back and watch the games on a recliner. Another good idea? Check out True Car. They're there for you when you're ready to sell or trade in your car. True Car. And cash offer not available, though, in all areas. Injuries you need to know about in the NFL. League insider Adam Schefter anticipates Colts wide receiver T.Y. Hilton will play through a shoulder injury today against the Texans. According to NFL insider Ian Rappaport, Chargers will not have running back Melvin Gordon in the lineup. However, there's a strong chance he could be available as early as next week. He's battling back from an MCL sprain. Raiders ball carrier Doug Martin, despite a hurt knee, is healthy enough to play today. Jets running back Isaiah Crowell will play through a toe injury versus the Bills and Steelers back. James Conner might be out a couple of weeks with an ankle issue. Jalen Samuels will start in his place. Back to you guys. All right, everybody. Crowell, 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 Crowell. Crowell. That's an act of cacophony. Isaiah Crowell. The Jets running back. Yeah, yeah, the running back from the Jets is Isaiah Crowell. That's the line. All right, good job, fellas. (laughs) <laughs> we are coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. It's easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with Geico. Go to geico.com or call 800-947-AUTO. The only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. Matty Ice or Deshaun Watson today, Mike Carmen. Deshaun Watson all day long. That is simple enough. If you want to reach us, 877-99 on Fox. That's 877-996-6369. Let's quickly reveal our mystery man of week 14 in the NFL 13 carries a game, but has never been over 80 yards, or has been, only been over 80 yards twice, and has had five games of less than 25 yards this season. Who do you got to get in your lineup? Yeah, 3.3 yards per carry. The worst of my NFL career. I am LaShawn McCoy. Whoa! Going against the New York football Interesting. Jets. Interesting. How about that? Simple enough. If you've uh, congratulations, I don't think anybody on Twitter got the mystery man. We had some guesses in there. Lamar Miller was one. Uh, we had a uh, uh, couple Aaron of questions, Jones, including yeah. LaShawn McCoy. Oh, we but got certainly a- no uh, discussion there. But hey, we've got a, a mystery man on the hotline here. A buddy of ours, uh, Jason Smith, and I have him on. We're talking uh, Lakers fun and excitement. Studio host on Spectrum for the Lakers, our buddy Chris Geeter McGee. Geeter, what's going on? I don't know. I've been on hold for two minutes. This is already my favorite show of all time. Thanks, buddy. <laughs> I am in a full panic. Is, uh, is is what I'm in. Full um, panic on, on week yeah. 14. So what do we got? Well, well let me just give you my, my scene here. I'm, I, I got my seven-year-old daughter and her two friends are out in the living room where the TV is and the couch where I like to hole up there and watch my, my fantasy shows. And, uh-huh. and they got Mama they got Mama Mia 2 on. So I'm 
I'm in my room. And, I celebrate uh, all. Almond, the, I, yeah, I celebrate the entire right Alma catalog, though. So yeah, if you want to send them my way, I'll, I'll watch with them. But here's why I'm panicking. So I got, I got, you know, everyone's in multiple leagues usually, but you always have that one league. It's your big money league. It's all your boys. It's it's the league you love the most. First place, uh, overall standings and points, but no buys. Okay, there's ten teams. Right. Eight make the playoffs. I'm playing the eight seed today, and it happens to be your nemesis, the guy that's knocked you out three or four times. He always talks oh, no. a lot of you know what. Yeah, so I, and, and I got a flex problem because James Connor's out. I mean, I've had the three headed monster. All year of Kamara, McCaffrey, and James Conner. But with Conner out, I got Gus. I got Gus. Gus Bus, Gus Edwards, or I have uh, Wilson. Oh, I'm going Wilson. Really? I'm going with the guy that can catch the ball out of the backfield. Because I, I think that's where he makes his makes his yeah. hand. You know, and, and Gus way, is just a sledgehammer, and I don't see that happening today. Yeah. Okay, well. This standard, but still, he does get the yards passing as well. So you're right. The only the only negative is you may have to watch 49ers Broncos. That, that would is... be the, that would be the only negative. <laughs> Fair point, Dan. That I would say, where maybe <laughs> Ravens Chiefs is a better watch. Yeah. But yeah, Dan Dan brings up a great point. But also, you just don't know how that game's going to go. Like Baltimore to win, they have to run, don't they? But if they get down, they're in big trouble. No, that's the thing. They they get down early, they're they're going to get boat raced, and you're going to see Joe Flacco, and Gus yeah. won't see the field because he can't catch. Yeah, you're right. I mean, because that, that you guys already get, you guys already put me through therapy. I appreciate it. There you go. And now you can go back and, and watch a little. Um, let's see, which song would I want? I want to listen to. For uh, it is a great. I mean, Dancing there's Queen. classics. Dancing Queen. We can go back to Dancing Queen. There's no question yeah. about it. Our buddy Bill Plaschke, when he joins the show, that's what what he comes on to. Uh, <laughs> there's a lot of in Mamma Mia too, though. They got a little deep in the repertoire. There's a couple of really dark songs, so you should probably go sit and be with your daughter and counselor through those times. <laughs> Are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> All right, held up for football, no question about it. Uh, Thanks, guys. You're Appreciate good. It. Be good, Gator. Talk to you later. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Helping out Mamma Mia. The new Mamma Mia two was on at seven thirty eight Pacific time. Just get it rolling, buddy. <laughs> I know. On the day before you came, all these great things about life, and then the kid's born, and she's going through all these depressing things that changed in her life. And, and you know, no matter how great your kid is, I mean, things change, buddy. I should have asked him: Is that an order, like, or, or is that free TV? Like, or do you think no, the they kids bought the DVD? Or, oh, the DVD. Okay, yeah, because we've say. got the DVD. You want to oh, borrow dude. it? No, I'm good. I'm it's all, fantastic. I'm, I'm all right. I'm all right with Mamma Mia 2. Of course, I'd still have to see Mamma Mia 1. Uh, you can watch number two without having seen the first one, Dan. You know you know what? Uh, there's there's something that else is coming up with Jeff Wilson Jr. that I've noticed this week. Remember back in the day when NFL jerseys, if you had two players with the same last name, you would have the initial at the front? Oh, yeah. They don't do that anymore. Like You could, you could have nine Johnsons on your team, and they're all just going to have Johnson on the back of their jersey. You're not going to have... You know, Vance Johnson of the Broncos. Let's say there was a, you know, a Mike Johnson on the team. You're not going to have a V Johnson and an M Johnson, but they are now readily putting the juniors and the thirds and the seniors. I would put Bayer the first. Yeah, just have the like one, yeah, just you know, just the the Roman numeral. They'll be like, who's Bayer I? That that's what I would do if I was an NFL player. Mix it up a little. Why not? I might say dome. <laughs> Just go old XFL style. Why not? I I saw everybody must have gotten some free XFL stuff around town because a lot of hats and T-shirts being uh, worn by media types. (laughs) Terry Woodkey tweets in, he's got a good dilemma, but he needs two in a standard league. Cortland Sutton, Juju Smith-Schuster, or Mike Evans? Juju and Evans. I love Sutton, but he's third. 
Yeah, and that's why it becomes a dilemma today because of the Emmanuel Sanders injury that cost him the season, rupturing his Achilles tendon. Speaking of a big wide receiver injury, Redskins and Giants today, if maybe you were traveling, maybe you were doing stuff you didn't hear, Odell Beckham Jr. is out today for the New York Giants. There's something there's something that's not right about that, Mike Harmon. I, I don't know what it is. I don't know why if it's it been— It struck me as odd, too, Dan. <laughs> he, he had had a quad injury but was not listed yeah. on the injury report but now was ruled out because of the injury. And it just— it just seems odd, doesn't it? I mean, you're going up against Josh Norman and the yeah. Redskins, and and I know that they've seemingly made up and are all good, now division rivals, but it just seems odd today. Giants coming off of that big win against the Bears last week, Redskins coming in short week after losing to the Eagles. Are you talking wins of three and four, Sanchez on the other side as your QB, Odell Beckham Jr. has been the leader and the the guy that they rallied around, right? When he said, "Hey, let's," he took the Pat Fitzgerald approach of "Let's go one and zero every day," and all of a sudden they started playing better football. He's throwing touchdown passes, and even when he had the even with the onside kick, which was ludicrous, maybe they suspended him for that, and they just don't want to tell you <laughs> because he turtled on a an onside kick attempt that gave the Bears life. But the the fact is, he's out. Sterling Shepard's no better than a low end number three. He'll have Norman on him, and 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 that really comes down to it. You've got injuries all throughout uh, that squad for Eli Manning. There's really nobody that you that stand out at Saquon Bar- Barkley and everybody else. One more quick question before we move on to other things: Jameis Winston or Andrew Luck for Matt, who tweets in? Ooh, not a fan of either this week. I'll take Luck a spot higher than Winston. And I know the numbers say that hey, you can go against the Saints and pull off big numbers for your quarterback. I'm not buying it. They got embarrassed. Even though they didn't give up much to the the Cowboys, I think they all come back, and offensively they put a little bit of a hurting. He's Mike Harmon. I'm Dan Beyer. This is Fox Football Fantasy. Coming to you live for the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. There's a new look to the NFL playoff picture. We reveal it next year on Fox Football Fantasy. Fox Football Fantasy here on Fox Sports Radio. He's Mike Harmon. I'm Dan Beyer. So happy that you're with us. We got an over-under in Cleveland today, a 47.5 Panthers and Browns. I like a lot of points. You had Baker Mayfield as one of your hot plays this week. Panthers having some upheaval on defense. Uh, Cam Newton, we know, is not healthy, but I still think we could see some points in Cleveland, even though the temps aren't going to be up. Swing the ball to Christian McCaffrey and watch him go. He'll touch the ball 20 times today, probably 8 to 10 uh, as a receiver. You look at Cleveland and offensively, uh, like Callaway, like Jarvis Landry, love and Joku. Uh, and then you get Nick Chubb as the beneficiary of that with some gaping holes because you got to monitor in the secondary because Carolina has been so banged up and just depleted. Hard part is picking the wide receiver to help out for the Carolina side of things. We'll play Cam Newton, but with Greg Olson out, now it's a question of how they're spraying uh, targets around. I think if you're going daily leagues, I'll take a price shot on Samuel. Let's take a look back at what Mike Harmon nailed in Week 13 in an edition of Harmon's Greatest Hits. Jameis Winston going up against Carolina. Multiple touchdowns allowed by that Carolina defense. Nine of their last ten games. We had Jameis last week with double up. Uh, uh. Third down goal, shotgun set. Bucks, here's the snap and dropping Winston. Paul pumps the ball, pumps the ball. He dumps the ball. A caught ball in the end zone. Touchdown, Tampa Bay. It is Adam Humphreys. Chris Godwin. Uh, no Deshaun Jackson once again this week for the Buccaneers. 
So we're looking for a little bit of a spot play there. Winston to the shotgun. Here's the snap. They rush four. Winston looks upfield, looks upfield, runs to his way. Still runs. Throws the ball toward the end. And the caught ball. Touchdown, Tampa Bay. Winston hits Chris Godwin. What a throw by Winston on third down and 11. He finds Godwin in the corner of the end zone. Phillip Lindsay also. Another guy you want to look at just because it's all Lindsay all the time. Bengals giving up 4.7 yards per carry. First down, they toss it left to Lindsay. Lindsay with behind Garrett Bowles and Lindsay is loose. Here we go. Fred race 40, 35-30. Philip Lindsay down the sideline. 15-10-5. Touchdown, Denver. It's a run of 65 yards. That was Mike Harmon's greatest hits of Week 13. The NFL playoff picture stayed the same in the AFC, but the Seahawks moved into a wild card game last week. They would face Dallas if the playoffs started today. You'd have the Bears taking on the Vikings in the other wild card. Let's get the family together. And wrap up this show with, yes, the family feud. It's the Fox family here. Mike Harmon, Gavin Kinzel, Sam Kinsley, and Brian Fenley. Guys, top nine answers on the board on the heels of the Heisman Trophy. Top nine answers, Heisman Trophy winners still active in the NFL. That's what I want to know. The Heisman Trophy winners that are still active in the NFL. Let's start with Mike Harmon. Heisman Trophy winners act. Oh, Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry. Hey, <laughs> hey off the heels of Thursday night. Show me Derrick Henry. <laughs> Representing as the winner in 2015 over to Gavin Kinzel. Let's stay with Alabama running backs Mark Ingram. Oh, Mark Ingram nice in the way back done. machine. Show me Mark Ingram. <laughs> there he is. We're rolling tied two for two. Mark Ingram, the winner in 2009. Over to Sam Kinsley. Uh, Baker Mayfield. There the, there's an easy one. Last year's winner, show me the quarterback in Cleveland. There it is, three for three. Guys, I actually think we do a, could do a clean sweep today. Over to Brian Fenley at the update desk. Uh, Marcus Mariota. Marcus Mariota, also a success story on Thursday night. There he is, four for four. The Heisman Trophy winner still active in the NFL. Over to Mike Harmon. Reminder, Fox Football Fantasy brought to you by Discover Card. We treat you like you'd treat you. Uh, crazy world of Lamar. Lamar Jackson. <laughs> Our VTB. I love you, VTB. Yes. There it is. Lamar Jackson, the 2016 winner, 5 for 5, over to Gavin Kinzel. Let's get some crab legs with Jameis Winston. <laughs> right, let's do it. It's early here on the West Coast, but I think we're all for it. Show me famous Jameis. There he is, the winner in 2013. No strike so far, six for six. The Heisman Trophy winner is still active in the NFL. Over to Sam Kinsley. And how many answers are there total again? Nine. Uh, nine. nine. I'm going to use a pass. May oh, a you're going to use a pass. All right. The pass is Cam Newton, the 2010 winner. There it is. Cam Newton would be a Heisman Trophy winner. So two left over to Brian Fenley. Joe Namath. Joe Namath. <laughs> By the way, uh, Sam Darnold is starting in place of Namath today for the New York Jets. Nice Show me Joe Namath. <laughs> ah, didn't oh, didn't it. make it. I love I love Fenley's <laughs> throwing the towel guesses over to Mike Harmon. As Harmon now struggles to try to think of one. Uh, by the way, the uh, money coming in on the Falcons, that spreads down to three and a half. Ooh. Uh, as I uh, filibuster Harman. a little bit there. Hey, Troy Smith's still not playing. Right? <laughs> Show me Troy Smith.
Hey, he, he, was at the, he was at the Heisman ceremony last night, Gavin, to keep uh, the game alive. I think he's uh, active for the XFL. Johnny Manziel? Johnny Manziel. <laughs> we were six for six. Yeah, went to And then we quick. hit black ice and just completely slid off the road. Show me Johnny Manziel. <laughs> no, guys, injured, even though he's not in our minds, Sam Bradford, 2008. Oh, sure. And finally, guys. RG3. Oh, yeah. Yes, so Robert Griffin III. There you week. Active Heisman Trophy winner. Well, I'm and- buying everybody a copy of Tim Tebow's book. <laughs> for, for well, I'll tell you what. We could, we could do this that. next year. We could do this next year, and the answer still may be the same. It because be. there's no Kyler Murray. <laughs> the only question may be if Sam Bradford's sticking around. Hey, good luck in your playoffs or regular season. We'll talk to you next week. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card... Right this way. It's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.